Hello, dear listener. I just wanted to take a moment at the top of the episode to apologize for the delay in getting this episode released and for the fact that I kind of had to stitch together Darius's audio from a couple different takes. So it may not sound as consistent, but we had a lot of really unfortunate and badly timed technological failures. Uh, My computer straight up died. It's been replaced and the data has been recovered. And uh, Darius's computer had to deal with a lot of problems. Uh, So getting what I got from him was basically a miracle. Happy about that, that I have it. And I was able to get an episode put together from everything. So, hey, Uh, Thank you again for all of your patience with everything. Thank you for listening to the show. It really means a lot. The information in the uh, episode break might be a couple weeks out of date. Like I think I referred to being about to make purchases on Abe books, and those books are uh, in my house now. So that's fun. Uh, Enjoy. Desdemona, you have been dropped off by John the werewolf, who picked you up in the truck from the farm so that he could pick up your bikes as well. So you have your bicycles outside of the hospital, I assume, like, on a stand somewhere. Yeah, we we chained him to a stand. And you can head in and see your friend. Uh, It's... Very rare, I think, for this group to see Sly in anything other than the condition of the guy who is most physically able. Like, the rest of you have gotten beaten up here and there from one thing or another, but never Sly. Yeah, it's very strange seeing him being the one who got hurt, considering he somehow has driven a van into a monster and then had been yanked out of that van by a monster uh, and not been hurt by this. How long yeah, he, has he been at the hospital by now, would you say? Yeah, hours. Yeah, to get you there, it would be at least an hour because you'd have to wait for you'd have to wait for the truck to come and meet you there and then drive you mm-hmm. into town from out of town. Well, long enough to be admitted and possibly tests being underway, but is he medicated by now? I would say yes, given that the primary concern is pain from an from an old injury i would say that uh actually that's a question for our good friend dr cooper smith is uh what do you consent to in these circumstances yeah i'm probably too tired to sign my thing properly okay just 
as a doctor, going to trust the other doctors to do the right thing. I'm so fucked up at this point, it really doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to have you roll an endurance roll uh, against the effects of the various localized anesthetics and also general anesthetics that you have uh, in you now um, uh, to be to be fully conscious and able to like participate super duper well. I'm gonna give you a uh, endurance challenge of a four. Yeah. If you if you fail, you're just going to get an aspect uh, that represents that you are semi-conscious. Five. Wow, you are just powering through, huh? Yeah, having endurance of four kind of helps. I would like to say we did make a brief pit stop on the way up to get like get well gifts. I know what mine is. Uh, Christine, what would Des have picked as a get well gift? Um, it's probably more fuzzy socks albion got a teddy bear holding a heart but the heart just says suck it up on it because <laughs> he feels like that is what sylvester would appreciate okay here's you get a text that your friend is injured you don't know how he's injured given that we do have experience with crazy otherworldly things and you make a pit stop i don't know where you got that from the hospital has a gift shop <laughs> i i cannot imagine that the hospital gift shop would sell a bear that says suck it up on it i love it, it though the bear has a little dry erase heart and that's what albion wrote on it <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing fiction oh. let's continue <laughs> i yes i will allow that fiction because that is very funny um okay I assume that Albion is not in as much of a hurry because Ro would have been like, yo, Sylvester's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, it would have been far more of an there would have been far more of a sense of urgency if there was a severe threat. <sighs> but you've you've decided to let your guard down in the wake of the body snatcher being dead. And now I, the GM, will have my revenge. Uh, oh, God. You don't know when it will happen, but anyway, so Sly, yeah, things are a little hazy around the edges, but you are able to deliberately stay conscious and focused on what's going on around you, despite um, the best efforts of modern medicine, which you don't know if it's your own deliberate effort uh, to sort of remain conscious or if it's just the nature of the pain being supernatural or something, but it still hurts really badly. It is not any more like devastatingly painful. It's been dulled some, but it is definitely still extraordinarily uncomfortable levels of pain. And we now have a room full of uh, you, you all, all four of you. I don't know why I phrased it that way. <laughs> hey, Sylvester, I got you a got you a present to uh, feel better and whatnot. Bring your spirits up. He sets the bear down right next to Sylvester. Sylvester's looking at him like, really, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and Alvy just giving him the biggest shit-eating grin. <laughs> Cocksucker. 
Des is going to come in and she's going to grab like a chair that's close to Sylvester and actually like grab his hand. He's like, oh my God, Sylvester, are you okay? Yeah, I met your friend. What happened? What? My friend? Yes, that one. The shit-eating grin is gone. Yeah, so apparently he made my knee explode and then he started to fix it and was like, I'll keep fixing your knee if you can't me it, make it inside you. And I told him to go fuck himself, and he was like, oh, okay, have fun bleeding out, bye, and then he left. I will remind you that that was a memory you were unlocking. That was not something happening in this moment. Oh. That was you finally remembering the thing that happened to you all those years ago. Oh, I thought that happened when I was bleeding out with the ice cream. No, you were just, you're just writhing in pain. Oh. <laughs> That's all. Your, your leg so was younger just- younger me told him to go fuck himself. Yeah younger you yes and then you told him to screw off again in the present once you had that memory unlocked and he was like hey i'll help you back to your feet you just have to play nice and you said no absolutely not so you rejected him not twice. in those words mind you oh yeah no you used better words anyway long story short i remember what happened to me all those years ago because mr jack fucked up my leg all those years ago I tried to make a, he tried to make a deal with me, and I told him to go fuck himself, suck my dick, you know, the usual Cooper Smith charm. And then he tried it again today. Same result. Don't know why he tried it again, but whatever. Yeah, so that's weird. Right? Desdemona's gonna let go of Sylvester, and her face is very pale, and she's just gonna kind of softly say I'm sorry and she's gonna just kind of walk out of the room really quickly Ro follows Des maybe I shouldn't have blurted all that out at once but I well, figured I wanted to do that before the drugs kicked in <laughs> you have the impeccable Cooper Smith bedside man it's some good shit by the way Wes is right <laughs> listen I know you ain't used to getting your ass kicked but the rest of us are so I just, it, I'm surprised, this is what it took to finally take you down, is that eldritch asshole popping up in your head? Apparently. Not the part where you crashed your van and survived a meth explosion? To be fair, I wasn't near the explosion when it happened. It was a time detonation. Well, uh, guess you're just human after all like the rest of us. Okay, so new mystery time. Why the fuck is he interested in me twice? Oh, God, that's that's on our agenda for fucking sure. Uh, Des and I found the tree that, um, that Chris warned us about. Sly's gonna sit up a bit and be like, oh, do tell. Yeah, Odin, Odin guided me there, and, uh, Mr. Jack... Got it, Des there. Till Des ran into me. And then... I can't be sure of this, but I think Odin may have scared Mr. Jack off, because he was gone. The closer we got to that tree, he fucking... He was gone. Wait, when was this? That the... What time... Hmm. What time did your thing happen? Uh... I don't know what the exact time was. I'm just gonna say a time. It was about... I mean, it was about an hour ago. Oh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, yeah, that's, um, pretty close to, uh, 
pretty close to when he uh, fucked off from us. Damn, that fucker can move. Yeah, there's a lot of shit about him that I don't like. But that tree, um, we're going to have to get the gang in on this discussion once. Uh, I, I better make sure Des is okay in a sec here. Yeah. Actually, um, the, tr- the tree might be my kind of situation. How familiar are you with Norse mythology? You ever played God of War and whatnot? Yeah, but the first two. Okay, you didn't play the good one. What are you talking about? The first two are great. Alright, listen. Um, my bad opinions about video games notwithstanding. Um, it might be an aspect of uh, the world tree, Yggdrasil. Oh, like in Dragon Quest. Shit, you're right, that was in Dragon Quest. Man, the Japanese love that shit, don't they? That's been on, like, what, three different JRPGs? Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Fucking so the tree, it might be Yggdrasil. Okay. Listen, I'm sorry. I have been up all night. The only sleep I got was getting knocked unconscious briefly. I'm running on caffeine, Odin, and adrenaline right now, and I ain't got much adrenaline left. You do look like shit, and that's coming from a guy who was screaming on the floor of an ice cream parlor like a bitch. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that under advisement. <laughs> And with that, Alvin's going to pull another Mountain Dew out of his coat and just start drinking. Can I get one of those? Are you allowed? I don't give a fuck. I'm a doctor. (laughs) Alvin's going to pull a code right out. It's not very cold, just to warn you. I don't fucking care. Thank you. Sly is going to chug that shit. And Alvin is going to walk out after Ro and Dez. Let's play out the conversation that happened out there in the meantime. So outside of Sly's room, we have Desdemona Brown, who has walked out into the hospital hallway. You can hear a bunch of different sounds coming from all the different rooms. A lot of the typical hospital noises, um, monitors beeping, uh, TV monitors blaring from different rooms uh from you know people watching tv in their hospital beds uh you can hear a lot of chatter and conversation from the nurse's station and there's you des having just quickly walked out of this hospital room uh what do you do and where do you go she's looking for the ladies room okay um ro went out after des how quickly uh does does that occur? Probably. So Des, like, goes through the door. Ro waits a second to see if maybe she was just, like, gonna pop in in a second. So it, less than, like, 15 seconds. Okay. Would you go to the nurse's station to ask where the restroom is, or...? No, usually restrooms are clearly labeled on the ceilings. Okay. Uh, Ro, I'm gonna have mm-hmm. you make a quick alertness roll. Uh, we're gonna go target three. That's a six. Okay. Yep. That's definitely Des <laughs> that is entering the ladies' room over there. Uh, you can, you just know. You know it's her. Uh, you only catch the briefest glimpse of her as she enters, but you're 100% sure. 
All right. I decide that it's not good to shout someone's name and follow them in the bathroom. So I just quietly follow her in. Um, uh, Des is standing at a mirror looking at her own reflection. And she is her her hands are gripping a sink and they are shaking and her her chin is kind of quivering a little bit. And she's just, she looks scared and pissed off at the same time. And she's just taking a couple deep breaths and then she's going to just yell out, Come out, fucker! How dare you! Come on! Where are you? You go after my friends? You think this is funny? Yes. She's just gonna let go of the sink and kind of crumble down into her knees. I'm gonna run over and attempt to comfort her, but I know that's not gonna help. <laughs> you know what's funny? Just for um, just for a few minutes, he was gone. And what a relief it was. It was wonderful. But then he goes and he does this. I wish I could take it back. It's not your fault. It's my fault. It's because of me he's in the hospital. No, it's not. We were at an ice cream shop. It's completely different. You guys were God knows where. What happened to Sly is not your fault. None of this is... Des. You're... There was, there was a raven, and, and Albion was following it, and it swooped down at me, and, 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 and then he, he was gone. I had been doing everything right. I had been listening to him, and I let him in, and I was following him, and I was doing everything down to a T, and then he was gone, and then, and then this happened. <sighs> She's gonna like kind of bolster herself up and look in the mirror again. Well, come out and talk to me. Where are you? <laughs> and then she's gonna slink down again. I'm sorry. I'm this, sorry. this is all happening. I'm so I, sorry. No, don't. Des. I don't know how to do or handle any of this, but. We're gonna be okay, I promise. We'll, we'll make it okay. No. no. No, it's not okay. This is my fault. This is my responsibility. This is on me. You guys aren't safe around me. I... I have, I have to go. I'm gonna... And she's actually gonna try to get up and start to leave the bathroom. Um... Ro is quickly following, trying to push, like, push, hold the door closed. I don't think she's going to be super successful, but, like, Des, just, you need to listen to me for a second, please. You can't leave. Why can't I? Because we need you. I need you. Please don't go. No, you guys are better off without me. I know this now. I, before, before. Before when Jack, it was just me and Jack, I was alone, but at least it was just me and 
there was no one around me who was in danger. And it, it was better off that way. I mean, I could have just faded into obscurity. Nobody would have ever missed me. Tell Sly I'm sorry. Tell Albion I'm sorry. I gotta go home. You're not... Albion's not gonna let you leave. I, th I think... Al I feel like Albion probably is looking around the lobby for them right now and is probably not far from the ladies' room door. Well, Albion, you don't have to spend a fate point for fortuitous arrivals, now do you? <laughs> I, I don't. So... There's just going to be a knock on the women's room door. Uh, <laughs> howdy. Y'all, uh, doors ain't that thick in this hospital. Uh, so, um, why don't we find somewhere quieter to talk? I was just leaving, actually. I don't know that that's the best call. And where would you suggest that's quieter? Well, Sylvester's room probably works. I can't go back in there. Albion, this is my fault. We both know that ain't true. On the contrary, I know it to be absolutely true. As soon That's as he... what he wants you to think. You really want to play into his hands? You really want to give him what the fuck he wants? You really There's one wanna... thing I know about people like that. He ain't a person, first of all. Can I send Albion a text message? Uh, you can, but give Albion's, uh fortuitous arrival a moment oh. to uh, to clear before he, re he receives it. Sorry. I've known manipulators, abusers, people who want you to do certain things and be a certain way, and they want you isolated. You will go somewhere away from us. That's exactly where he wants you to be. <laughs> I won't stop you and from I leaving. And I stay and you're in danger! Des, let's... Des, when am I ever not in danger? Let's go talk about this in Sly's room. Please. What does the text I just got say? Get your asses in here. Uh, <laughs> Sylvester has called us back to the room using his typical colorful manner, Des. Okay. You leave, I won't stop you, but just know I don't think it's the right call. Let's just go back. Alright. Now, I can't exactly go in there, so, uh, I'm gonna need y'all to come out. Ro, I think she'll go back gonna... to Sylvester's room, but she's gonna she's gonna stick to a corner and not look at Sylvester at all. Um, when they get back in the room, Ro's gonna lean against the door and keep her eye on Des and kind of go between Des and Sly to make sure that if she makes a break for it because of her guilt that she's not actually gonna go anywhere, we're gonna we're gonna have a little chat as a as a family. Okay. You're all in the room together. Oh, shit. <laughs> Alright, Sly, you caught this back. I was gonna say for starters that, Des, this isn't your fault. Don't say that. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It isn't your fault, it's his, he's a fucking slimy cocksucker, he's fucked with both of us. One way or another, I'm going to find a way to make him fucking die. That is something we can agree on. That is the end goal. And besides, it's not your fault he fucked up my life all those years ago. Personally, I don't even know why he did it the first time. But then, he did it a second time, so why twice? Why am I so fucking special? Aside from the obvious, I mean. <laughs> He's an opportunist. That he is. 
I am so sorry. It's all right. So, Ro, to bring you in the loop, Mm -hmm. we, uh, remember that tree that Chris told us to stay away from? Um, yeah, but uh, did we stay away from it? Found it. (sighs) We didn't engage with it. We didn't want to find it, did we? I mean, I mean, we do, but that's just another... it wasn't my plan to find it, but it just it just sort of happened. Um, Mr. Jack led Des out there, and Odin led me out there, and uh, our paths kind of intersected. The tree might be Yggdrasil. Okay, what is Yggdrasil? That? I do, I don't what know how to say that us? shit. That's the world tree. <laughs> I don't know. That's the problem. I don't know what it means yet. Okay. All I know is it's an aspect of the world tree from Norse myth. From, uh, from... <clears throat> and I know another thing is I had a vision of Ragnarok, which is, um, the end of the world as far as the Norse mythology is concerned. Okay. Not much detail. Just I saw Jormungandr, the world eater. And, uh, that's how I figured out what that tree was. Now, I'm not sure I can even get back there. There was some sort of magic that got me there in the first place. So it might not even end up a problem. But the fact is, there's an aspect of the world tree not far from us. And whatever power's there, it's scared off Mr. Jack. Okay. So, one more thing on the plate. Um, that's fucking wonderful. Alvin takes off his sunglasses and you can see one of his eyes is completely red. The blood vessels in it have burst. Oh my god. D- Dude. Um. Yeah, pretty, isn't it? Okay. So, it's very clear we've all had a very rough day. Um, Sly, what, what, how do we fix Wait, eyes? Wait, what, what happened to you? Hold on, oh, I, hold it's on. Not, no, back what? up. We've all had a rough day? What happened? What happened to you, Ro? I just... Sly freaked me out. I... Nothing. Sure that's all? Is everything alright? I mean, as alright as things have been, I... My thing's not important. Everything is important. He didn't get you too, did he? No. It, but... It's... Can we focus on you guys? You're injured, you're freaked out and want to leave. He's on drugs now, so that's fun. You guys are more important than whatever the fuck happened with me. What happened? I had, like, this weird nightmare, but I was awake. It's... It's fine. It, I've been having nightmares. That's it's... not fine. It's fucking weird. Spill it. <sighs> it was... Like... A memory? But not. It was distorted, and... <sighs> Valencia was there, and... I feel like, I don't know, it just felt like she, I don't know if she was calling to me or had something to say, but it feels like she's not safe. And I've felt that before. That's nothing new. That's just anxiety. Uh, But it just, I don't know. It's not important right now. It's just another nightmare that I've been having. So it's nothing new. It just was during the day this time. Well, I've been having nightmares that might be tied to this. Your thing is important, too. Is this about your wife? But I'm not. I mean, yeah, 
I'm not hurt, and I'm not trying to leave. Ro, your shit is just as important as the rest of ours. I'm not totally fucked up, so that's a good thing. He's just... fucking exhausted. And... My train of thought was boarding at the station. Yeah, no, this is this is fun. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be okay. I can I can almost see out of it again. It's fine. The point is that we're dudes. We do stupid shit. We get fucked up. We do it again, all over <laughs> again, and again and again and again because we're dumb and stupid. You know that old fashioned unga bunga bullshit. Alvian cheers with gives a little cheers with the um, <laughs> Mountain Dew code red against Sylvester's. Sylvester's empty. I feel like they both take a what. Yeah, and then he takes another swig of it. They're having a boys' moment. Has this happened before? (laughs) I mean, nightmare stuff, yeah, but that's it's fine. Waking nightmares. This is the first one, but I mean, I've zoned out before. I've had weird daydreams. I mean, how long has this been going on? Uh, How long has it? When was our our big instant incident in the universe? Is it like uh, that was back in the middle of March? Okay, so a couple weeks. Yes, uh, I don't know a few weeks. Ever since your dad was in town. Um, since the shapeshifter. Oh, nothing. Fun. Yeah, I can't help but wonder if it's connected somehow. I've just been operating off stress-induced nightmare that what it was through high school, and now I just get anxious about stuff and worried. It happens, maybe not to everyone, but to me. So this is my normal, just heightened, because clearly everyone I know and love is in danger. (sighs) I need you guys to be okay. Can we please just focus on... Being okay? I don't know how to... Uh, I don't know. Right now, I'd say we're pretty okay. May Des. not look it, may not feel like it, but I think... Des, do you think we're okay? <laughs> I haven't been okay for years, Albion. I mean, relatively speaking, though. Are you okay enough to not run away from us? Please? I'm here, aren't I? I need you to promise to stay. I promise I'll stay as long as Sylvester's okay with me being here. Yeah. That was a yes, by the way. (laughs) So, we gotta figure out our next move. Hmm. Doesn't have to be now, but at some point we gotta get down to planning. I mean, where do we go from here? You guys are being attacked from the inside out, and there's the tree, and whatever happened the other day... What do we do? Did you ever get follow-up from Chris? I know that you were supposed to have a talk with her sometime. I did not get follow-up. Did I even? I don't remember if I sent her a message. I believe it was Albion who was planning to follow up with Chris, actually. My apologies. Uh, it was going to be a group thing. Like okay. Chris meeting with us. But uh, Albion has a thought and then just, you know, I ain't been to the library in a while. Ro? Huh? You think you could get me in to see the librarian? I mean, yeah. Should should this be a family thing? Uh, there's a there's a there's a catch. I gotta talk to him alone. I I don't know how to. I mean, I can 
go with you and I guess just not go in. I don't know if it closes if I'm not there, but we can try. I mean, as long as you're willing to stay outside and not listen in. I mean... Not like, not like, just like... Give me like a good 10, 15 feet from the door of the lab of the <laughs> librarian's realm itself. Um, I don't know if I want to take a nap first or strike while this line of thinking is hot, but. I would say Albion definitely needs a nap before anything happens. We all should have like a, a chill out period. Yeah. I mean, you have basically built in downtime of Dr. Cooper Smith needs to be. Uh, released from the hospital at some point. Yeah. Probably today, because honestly, they're, it seems like they're just going to put you on a prescription for some kind of pain management and come back if it flares up again, because they can't really find any sort of strong physiological reason why you'd be experiencing such pain. But they're going to keep checking, and then probably if they can't find anything, you're going out the door later today. Right. I'm going to see if there's a mutant machine, because as we have established, the tragedy that is mutant being canceled has not struck <laughs> this universe. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Everybody, it's Mike, your game master, your best friend, and your very heavily rained on boy, because it is very rainy up here tonight as I record this. I have been rained on at least once today. In fact, plenty more times than that. Had to do some stuff outside. It was great. But hey, now I'm here inside, warm and dry with you. Before we get into our ad read for something that goes very well with warming up and drying off, I just wanted to thank everybody for continuing to listen to our show because it really it really means a lot when I I see people in the Discord posting in the spoiler chat about the new things that happened in the episode and you know, hearing from new listeners to the show, uh, just, I love that so much. I love when I talk about capybaras uh, in, a, in a little bit of gag audio, and then somebody actually starts sending me pictures of capybaras. I love that. Do more of that, please. I love them. And I know that I love them because I read about them in a book. Because that's right, gang, it's an ad read. And you know what that means? It's time for me to talk about one of my favorite things. That's right, it's books. Books. And you can get books from Abe Books. A-B-E books.com. Which is an online marketplace listing millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items, as well as cheap textbooks. They connect you with thousands of potential booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. Uh, as soon as this ad read is over, I have my hand basically 
hovering over the purchase button for a copy of one of my favorite books from childhood, The Phantom Tollbooth by Norton Juster, because uh, it's so good. If you haven't read that, I don't care what age you are, read it. It's delightful. To order your copy of The Phantom Tollbooth, go to affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. That's affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. Thank you, Abe Books. And thank you, Norton Jester, for writing a wonderful childhood story about imagination and just the power of good fiction. Thanks, as always, to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show and all these other great shows that are on there, like Them's the Facts, Sorted, and... I have heard rumors that Steampunks will have new episodes this month, which is very exciting to me. I love hearing about cool women in Steam, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Just, uh, it's educational, and the hosts are delightful. If you want to engage more with this show... You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at GMMCast. We rely entirely on word of mouth, so uh, yell about us from the rooftops or just from your Twitter handles using the hashtag GMMCast. We would really greatly appreciate that. Uh, tell your friends. That's That would be great. Uh, we also have a Discord server, which I did mention earlier. Uh, We like to play Jackbox Party Pack games and other similar things. Uh, It turns out that uh, you can play board games online. And that's a cool thing that we have also started trying to do. Like, as we hang out, we have fun. We share pictures of pets. And it's uh, it's a good community. Also, if you really want to be cool about word of mouth... You could do it without even talking by putting a shirt on your body. That's right, we have shirts, and we have posters, and we've got a sticker with our very good show logo. It's just, we have cool merch now, so you can go look at that. It's at PP... No, that's not the website, Michael. You should have figured that out before you started talking pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash shop. That's that's where you want to go. We have what I think is a very exciting announcement before I let you get back to the episode. It is such a cool thing that I even put it here at the end after the merch store plug. We have transcripts of Green Mountain Mysteries episodes. We've got the first four episodes and our session zero, and they will be live today as this episode comes out on the Pocket Podcast Network website in the out-of-pocket section, and we will be including links to those posts with the transcripts on each of the uh, episodes in the feed on our Uh, on the Pocket Podcast Network GMM feed. So, yeah, we're going to have a new transcript every Wednesday. And since we release every other Wednesday, except for, you know, this week, shut up, uh, (laughs) they'll actually eventually catch up with the show. And I'm really excited. We've wanted to have transcripts of our episodes from the beginning. 
Uh, we just weren't able to make that happen. There were a couple of false starts with that. And uh, we, we, uh, we got in touch with a transcriber by the name of Nicholas Johnson, who has been wonderful to work with. Uh, you can check him out on Twitter, at Draconic Gaming, uh, but that's Draconic with a C-K, so it's D-R-A-C-O-N-I-C-K, because, you know, Nick, it's very clever, Draconic Gaming, and also uh, their website, which is draconic.com, and I just think that that's awesome, so thank you so much for helping us make our show more inclusive and accessible. I hope you guys find some use in those episode transcripts. I know I've been going back and reading through them uh, just to proof them a bit, and uh, I forgot some stuff that happened in our own show uh, and some good jokes that uh, that got me again. So I'm, uh, I'm just so thrilled that that's a cool thing that we have now, and we're going to have more of it in the very near future. So enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, class, settle down. Welcome to Boring Old White Dudes in History 101. In this class, we will learn all about the true heroes of science, the men who lifted us from ignorance into glorious knowledge and... <laughs> Not on our watch! Gadzooks! Hooray! It's steampunks! Curses! Not the steampunks! That's right, I'm Emily. And I'm Zach. And we, along with our steam-powered flying horse here... Are here to teach you all about the amazing people that some history teachers love to forget. Don't listen to them, class. They'll tell you all about women with amazing contributions to science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Dang right we will. People like Mary Anning, Frida Kahlo, and Euphemia Haynes. And all you gotta do is tune in every other Wednesday. And keep, keep flying, flying, you beautiful, beautiful majestic, steam-powered horses. Woo! Steampunks will return in August of 2021. Find us at pocketpodcastnetwork.com or wherever podcasts are found. Albion and Roe, you have made your way to the library. The physical library, not the library in the Never Never yet. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for you, the free library is actually closed today. Um, why? Uh. Well, you see, they're undergoing a little bit of renovation work, and they are not open to the public for the day. Fuck. I mean, well, I can... This is a conversation that can wait, but I... Sorry, you were gonna do something? Yeah, I... We can veil, right? Uh, Are you going to try the front door? Uh, yeah, honestly, that we'll try the front door first and then do a whole plan if we need to. Okay, uh, well, the front door is locked. It does not open. What if I knock? I'm going to have you, I would say, give me a quick investigation roll from uh, both of you. Your target's going to be three. That's a no on from me. That's, a, that's a, only a two. I've got a three. Fantastic. It appears that the primary renovation work is not on the side of the building where you actually want to be. 
the children's section, that is, is where you are hoping to go. That's where you have that big old stained glass window. But it appears to be on the other side of the library from there. So, you're yeah, use that information how you will. So, I mean, we would have kind of a clear shot if they're working on the opposite side of the building. The, the, the problem is uh, getting in the front door. I don't really know that that's a problem with um, my career path. You know, it did occur to me how we met, yeah. <laughs> I remember sitting by a lake in Massachusetts trying to hunt me a monster, and what do I see but some small, invisible young woman climbing up the side of a building and just breaking and entering like it was nothing. Uh, it was nothing but um sure yeah big big crime i guess yeah and then there was a vampire that was uh less fun the point is i can get us inside all right we just uh we should move quick uh are you going are you finally going to start making use of the burglary skill that you definitely have uh, Let's not be mean to me. Yes, I am going to finally make use of the burglary skill that I have. <laughs> How many episodes has it been <laughs> that Shut we've up. been talking about this professional thief? It's enough. been 84 years. It's been enough episodes <laughs> and enough time. I'm making personal growth. Maybe I don't want to be a criminal anymore, huh? I don't believe that for a goddamn second. You didn't know college could make you a better crook. Right. But for now, I'm going to do a regular Yeah, the Burlington Scoundrel College. It's <laughs> it's beneath the, the four corners. The college for scoundrels, scamps, and otherwise. Skip scaps and scallywags. Well, scallywags. Yeah, oh, the proctor of the school has a Dickensian accent. He has a PhD in thugonomics. <laughs> oh so it's God. just John Cena <laughs> teaching the school. <laughs> Look, so, if you want to pass, trying to pass trig, you just got to sell dope to your teacher, obviously. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Ro, <laughs> burglary. Burglary. You've got a couple trappings available to you. I do. Um. Tell me how you're going to do this. Gonna burgle. Um. So, the children's section of the library is on the other side of where things are. Is there another entrance to the library because fire escape plan? So you have a couple of options here. You can attempt to investigate around and try to find something that I would know. Or you can use casing, which is a burglary trapping, to attempt to tell me things about this building that would be helpful to you related to security and stuff. Okay. So... I'm going to use a fate point. It, yeah, it gives you the chance to do an assessment and declaration, which is cool. I'm going to do that because I honestly think I've only ever done that once, maybe. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to, I, I guess, half manic, half pixie thief girl would be what I would use because thief and I've hey, very experienced hey, hey. breaking in. Yes. Hey, hey, Gwen. Yes. It's just a burglary roll. Is it? I thought I'd... Really? Yeah. Literally Whoa. anybody can case a joint. Okay. 
You are just nothing. better at it if you're practiced. Your target is three. Blown my mind, buddy. Chasing mode. I am proud to announce I have a six, good sir. Wow. Okay. I so built this library. You can. <laughs> uh, if you'd rolled an eight, I would have said, oh, you hid a special weak point on the Death Star. That's how good at casing <laughs> you are. Um, no. However, you get to make a declaration about a flaw in the security that you intend to exploit or defeat. So you basically get to do the declaring minor details trapping from scholarship, except for it's just about security facts and potential escape routes available to you. Okay. So if I say, for instance, in the children's section of the library, there is an emergency exit door that occasionally gets propped open by the youth librarian who sneaks outside for a smoke. You could absolutely make that declaration, especially since you beat the uh, basic challenge so effectively. I I will say that you have a door that has been tampered with, and they forgot to unjam it. I'm and in reality, it. someone from that library is listening to this podcast, spitting out their coffee and going, Who fucking snitched? <laughs> <laughs> Who told? Um, yeah. Uh, that's, that's my declaration. Come into my office. You... <laughs> yes, uh, that's Steve, your Steve, you need to come into my office because uh, I also listen to Green Mountain Mysteries and we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, How did so, they know? Uh, to no. all of our friends, uh, to all of our friends who actually listen and work at this wonderful establishment, I just want to mention it is a, it is actually a very nice place. Um, and I'm sure that this is not a thing that actually happens. So... Unless you you have found that and now you may do infiltration, which is also a burglary role. You have cased the intended target and you are now more prepared to infiltrate and you can uh, invoke known aspects and stuff. So give it a go. You can use your burglary skill to complement any skills uh, that you are attempting to use, such as, oh, I don't know, stealth. Cool. So I rolled. What am I adding to this? So what you are going to do is you are going to roll me a stealth to see how covertly. Oh, you said you were going to veil. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're rolling. Oh, OK. Um. Yeah, you're going to veil a you and an Albion. You're going to get out of sight and you're going to veil each other. Is I uh, veil you both. I can talk tonight, okay. I swear. That is a three. We're good now. Okay. So I do believe that you will have a chance to use burglary to complement this particular role because you have cased the joint. I'm going to say that it's synergistic enough. So you get to combine your skills. What's your burglary uh, score? Two. Uh, two. All right. So make that a five then. That's a five. We are invisible forever. Well, you're invisible for four shifts because since you're covering more than just yourself, you have to spend an extra shift to make that happen. So you've got a four shift veil. People are going to have to be four alert or better to even know that you're there. Nope. And now 
please make me a skulking roll because you are <laughs> stealthing your way in. I'm going to need that from both of you. Uh, however, I'm going to say that you're going to get also the additional plus two of Rose burglary on this roll, my friend Albion, because you are nice and veiled and using infor- you're using information that she obtained. That is very good because I, I rolled I rolled nothing. So all I get is two. Okay. So you're invisible mostly and you are trying to be quiet and you are kind of succeeding uh mostly because of the assistance provided to you. So okay. Great. Gonna Make some unrelated rolls over here that definitely don't have anything to do with what you're doing. I don't like the sound of that. It's dice. Dice sound good. What's wrong? (laughs) Okay. Cool. So you make your way around to the backside of the building. There is a stairway behind the information desk area that goes up to the upper sort of mezzanine area. And they also have a back door that leads out to the rear over there. And that is the door that you are expecting to find is jammed. And it is. So you are able to break your way into this building. All righty. Now, I'm going to have you make me one more stealth roll. Uh, You are going to have a scene tag of uh, distraction because the people who would most be most likely to notice you in this instance are working and not looking for you. So go ahead and make me those, uh, those stealth rolls. And we're just going to make kind of unmodified stealth rolls at this point. No, that's a one. Okay. Right. I rolled a three (laughs) this time. Okay. Well, you can freely use that scene tag to bump those up. Uh, Okay. I'm going to make, I'm, that's going to put me at a five. Now I'm the sneaky one, bro. I'm going to beef up those numbers. Well, now you're in a building, which, wait a minute. Is that Albion's area of expertise? I don't even know anymore. Not necessarily. Okay. I'm going to also make some rolls. And it doesn't matter what I rolled, so don't worry about it. You are veiled inside of a library that you have been veiled inside before. And you make your way to the children's section, I presume? Yep. Absolutely. And you're going to attempt to call on that fae side of yourself, actively knowing what you're doing now, Ro. Yes. So, okay, great. I am going to have you make me a quick deceit roll against being compelled to make the choice. And since this is not a very strong use of your tie, because you've done it a few times before, I'm going to set this at a three. Like, it's still there, but it's not like, push yourself beyond your crazy limits. I did get a four. Okay. You are not immediately compelled to make the choice with this action. You know that you are tapping into a side of yourself that is not human. And that reality does sort of bubble up like, ooh, uh, I need to pick one. But you're able to go, no, not yet. 
And as you are having that slight internal struggle, a stark reminder of your fey ancestry appears in front of you as those shimmering translucent steps make their way from the stained glass window down to in front of you. <sighs> Question about the library. Mm-hmm. If, so Albion wants to talk to them alone. Do I wait here or do I go in and there's like another room? I know there's like a door. But where where am I going? <laughs> well, you do know that there is uh there is a copse of trees con and contained within is the library itself and you also know that it has a door. Okay, cuz it's been a while and I do not remember all the details of the library. So you make your way out of the Fletcher Free Library and into the domain of the librarian. You make your way uh, across this slight bit of verdant plain in front of you. You can see the library's, the librarian's home, the library. Uh, you can see the, the th sort of thicket in which it makes itself and you uh, you approach and i assume you knock on the door yep the door opens for you and you can see inside it is the library as you remember it and uh ro you are going to just wait outside the door i take it yes i'm just gonna sit on the ground all right fair enough albion mm. we've never clearly established i think what the librarian looks like to you the librarian to Albion has this has it's it's androgynous but it has sort of a femininity to it um they are um beautiful in the way that like a well-told story is but also in the kind of mournful way of when a story ends and it's 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 a sort of mix of beauty but also the sort of like ever-present sadness I guess if that makes sense looks like Obama that's what you're saying. Also, uh, uh, they're tall? They're very tall. Okay. Um, and the other thing is that, like, they just seem to radiate power as well. Like, like, because not just because, like, it's not just beautiful in the way stories are beautiful, it is powerful in the way a well-told story is powerful. As it, and not just in, like, the metaphorical, like, emotional power sense, it feels like this, I'm having trouble describing it, but it just, it's incredibly... Like, Albion has, every time he's come here, has felt the amount of power radiating off of this thing. Okay. The librarian looks down at you and says, Hello, Albion Graves. You have returned to the library. With what may I assist you on this day? You know everything there is to know, correct? In a particular sense, yes. I have a question. Now, this question needs to stay spoken between us only. Go on. There is something that has been tormenting not just one of my friends now, but two of the people I love. Something that has tried to ruin their lives, tried to dominate their lives. And I know what this thing is now. And I need to know how to kill an outsider. Ah. Now, do... Forgive me 
Albion Graves, but I understand all the things that occur in the universe in a very literal sense. So, it may grant you insight into the query that I present to you as an exchange, and also, I will not be answering that query that you have presented me until I correct an unintentional falsehood in your previous statement, but only upon receipt of an answer satisfactory to the query that I present to you now. Is this understood? If it wasn't understood, I wouldn't be here asking. Very well. Why, Albion Graves, do you find yourselves attached to each other? I understand the literal truth of you and Desdemona Brown and Rosetta Common and Dr. Sylvester Coopersmith M. Fucking D. Ah. And Warden Joseph Beaumont, etc., etc. Oh, and Marcus Walbrook. I suppose if I am to be referring to those that you are closest to in this particular journey that you find yourself on, what binds this group? I need to know from your point of view, specifically. I need not inferences from you as to what the other's points of view may be. I may find value in that later. But right now, I wish only your perspective. For years now, I have been wandering. I have been fighting. I have been going place to place restlessly. Fighting, killing, trying to protect people, trying to do what I thought was right. What I still believe is right. And all that time, I've never had a place where I felt like I was home. The only time I felt at home was back in Oklahoma before I watched someone die and had it burned into my brain forever. I love my family. I love Sydney. I love Abby. I love my folks. But knowing what this world is now, I couldn't. It didn't feel the same. It didn't feel right. The only time I have felt like I've had a home has been these past few months. Has been these people. Having people who can even slightly understand. Having people who I know I would put myself on the line for. I would bleed and die for. People who I call my family. We've all been through hell. Over and over again. We've had different kinds. Desdemona's been haunted by this piece of shit her, most of her life now. Or at least as long as I've known her. Ro is missing someone who she loves and she's been trying to find and it's the only family she's had. Because God knows her folks don't count. Sylvester had his entire future ripped away from him. And then lived in a world where he didn't understand why until today. We are the only people who understand. We're all each other has. The only family we've got. 
I do hate to interrupt you. I did specifically request no inference of your other friend's motivations. Just yours. Because this is the only time I've felt like I really belonged somewhere. The Noctis Vigilia, they're... I, be- I belong with that group, but I haven't felt like I've had a place or a people that have been more than just that. More than just brothers in arms. And I meant what I said. That's not inference. That is the truth. This is my family. And it's crazy to say that. It's been, what, a few months since I've known some of these people? That's how it feels, yeah. Very well. I understand. Now, do know that you may wish for Rosetta Common to be present for the exchanged information. This is your determination to make. I shall not make it for you. But it would perhaps be expedient. I have a condition on that. The librarian cocks their head at you. Ro can't know what Jack is. Only that we know how to kill him. Ah, then I shall give you this information now. The decision has been made. Previously, you stated that this entity that you refer to as Mr. Jack has tortured not one, but two of your friends. You were mistaken. He has tortured three. What did he do to her? He did what he does. I apologize. I shall not say too much. In fact, I shall be much more careful with my word choice. He has accessed memories. That is all that I will share. That's enough information. Now my question. Lock the answer, please. I shall answer simply with one simple question of you. Why must you spare Rosetta Common this information? What, what Jack is? The librarian just nods. The only reason I'm talking to you about it is because I know you already know what they are. The fact that I know what they are makes them more dangerous. This was explained to me very clearly. The more people know about the Outsiders, the easier it is for them to get here, the harder it is to stop them. I made a promise. To a son of a bitch who I do not care for, I will admit. But I did make a promise. Well, do you understand the true scope of the commitment that you have made? I doubt that I do, if you're asking me that. I am asking you that, Albion Graves, as I am about to provide you information, and you are aware that the information I provide to you goes against the law that you are attempting to maintain. So I must ask you first, given the scope and breadth of the threat that you describe, are you prepared to destroy me. Are you, are you asking me to try to fight you? Because I would rather not, if I'm being honest. Um, you've been pretty helpful. And uh, 
I do think rather highly of you. Where then does your oath end? The only oath I made was not to tell anyone. Unfortunately for you, Albion, you do not realize it, but that is not the case. Oh my fucking god, why is this so complicated? The nature of the enemy you fight presents you an obligation to destroy knowledge and information of that enemy. And you have yourself stated that I know everything Albion engraves on a literal level. Therefore, I present an existential threat to you and your realm and the one you have made this oath to. Now I will ask you a second time, Albion Graves. Where does your obligation and duty end? And are you prepared to destroy me? I have an important question about Des. Yeah? Is she going to stay with Sylvester after Albion and Roe have left? Um, I think she would check and see if Sylvester would want company. Yeah. Well, Sly, do you want company? Yeah, okay. You know that that's about as much enthusiasm as you're going to get out of Darius. So uh, let's, or Sly, one or, you know what, both. Let's just go with both. <laughs> So the two of you are in a hospital room, and are you are you talking? Are you just sort of being present for each other? Like, are you just there for Sly right now? Or uh, what does this scene look like? Either of you can sort of fill in the details of that. I mean, like, I think that she's staying around because she still feels very guilty about him being in the hospital because of Mr. Jack. And... Uh, it's It probably was quiet for a little bit, but Desdemona is not good with quiet pauses with people. Um, so she probably would find a way to try to fill the space. <laughs> Sly was watching the news while waiting for Des to speak up. I think we can start with the point where Des decides to break her silence. So uh, just uh, going to be discharged in a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Are you, uh, feeling better? Yeah, I'd say so. Sly does an inside crescent kick into a spitting back kick, followed by an axe kick <laughs> to get his point across. <laughs> I, I need you to roll me an endurance roll right now, because, uh, that's still painful to do. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so... I know you're trying to act tough, so I'm making you roll for it. Uh, your target's five. Okie dokie. Dice time, dice time, jiggity jig. <laughs> I'll roll me a seven. Okay. You are able to brave face it through all of that. So give me now, I'm going to say, a deceit roll, and you're going to be able to modify it with your endurance skill. So your deceit roll, because this does hurt. You are able to power through, but your target's a four. What do I have in deceit? 
Probably none. However, oh. you do get to add your endurance roll, uh, your endurance score to this roll. Okay. Uh, it's complimenting. Yay. Okay, I rolled like a one. <laughs> okay, plus your zero and your four, that's going to make five. So you are able to actually put on an appropriate brave face. I did it. Des, if you want to try to see through this act, you can attempt an empathy at, uh, against that five, or you can let it go. Oh, let's roll empathy, why not? Oh, shit. Well, that's <laughs> not gonna do it. I only rolled a one, so... Yep, Woo! she uh, she probably claps and says, Good form, good form! <laughs> 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 All right. Cool. All righty. Yeah. <sighs> good as new. <laughs> So you're you're certain that this was this was Mr. Jack that did this to you? It's hard to ignore Fucky the Leprechaun. What does it sound like? Yeah, why does he sound like an Irish dude? <laughs> I will remind you that previously, before revealing himself to be Mr. Jack, he was not putting on that affectation. Yeah, he had a normal voice, and then he went all, Top of the board to you, ladies and gentlemen, my name's Jack Siptikai. Yeah, so he uh, gave you his name, huh? Okay. I don't think he actually said his name. He did say his catchphrase. What catchphrase? You know, let me in. Des kind of just does a full body shiver. Yeah. And you've encountered him before. Yeah. Like with your... Your original injury. I guess I just repressed the memory. Uh, uh, remind me, um, how long ago was that? This was back in 2004 or 5. I had to have been 14, 15 at the time. Wow. That's, uh, it's longer ago than I ever made his acquaintance. Well, when did you have the displeasure of making his acquaintance? It'll be three years on November 1st. Oh. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, Sly. I still feel responsible. Like, if I if I hadn't been in the woods, if that raven hadn't come at me, he would have Sly's gonna been put his hand on Dez's hand. Hey. None of that. Alright? Well, if I see a raven in the future, I'll just, uh, run, run the other way so that he doesn't go after anyone again. He's my problem. He's Everyone's problem, Des. You've just been putting up with his shit recently. And it doesn't matter if it was you or me, he'd find some way to fuck with someone else. None of this is your fault. It's his. He's a piece of shit. And I don't know how yet, but like I said earlier, one way or another, I will find a way to fucking kill him. I wonder where he is right now. I would like to invoke both of your treble aspects. Oh, you motherfucker. Right now, simultaneously. <laughs> Suck a dick, you spooky shit. I'm gonna compel you both. You, heavy as the head that wears the crown. You, uh, never truly alone, or is it sometimes Jack helps? No, that's bad. No, never truly alone is my trouble. Okay. Well, I would like to compel both of your trouble aspects. You can both get a fate point right now, or you can both... Tell me to shove off for a fate point each. You uh, really don't learn when it comes to saying things out loud. <laughs> <laughs> really don't. 
I mean, I'd like to see where this is go- this you know goes. What? You know what? I never actually like take points for my trouble because I don't need the points. Because why would I? I'm great. Also, I have tons of points. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Why would I? I'm great is literally saying, yeah, you should compel that trouble <laughs> that I just acted on. <laughs> I just did. I was just very much. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, okay. Both of you. Fate point. Mm-hmm. Yay. Is that like and then they high five and just stays in the air like that. <laughs> I can't get okay. I can't get down. <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck. <laughs> Mr. Jack, is that you? <laughs> as you are you talk well, as you're talking, uh quite a big game about the trouble that has been hounding you for the last three years. And Sylvester makes his bold declaration that he is going to find a way to kill him someday. You know the sound of lights shutting off in a movie that is definitely not that loud in real life? Oh, fun. (laughs) Well, here it is. As the lights in the hallway turn off one by one up to your room. Fuck. And there you are in a dark room and a voice asks the both of you, Really now? And what makes you so sure of that? Des is shaking, but she's gonna just kind of put her head up and just go, Please, Jack, please leave him alone. Hey, fuck you, the leprechaun. Has your hammer hanging? Never better. How's that leg of yours? Lilichy. Oh. I'm sorry. I must have misheard you. I thought you said it's agony. And you need to make me an endurance roll. Target eight. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, a six. Okay. That's going to be two physical stress. Please, Jack, no, please stop. And why should I? I offered to help him, and he said no. You're... (laughs) Oh, fuck. Please, Jack. That's my job. I'm going to spin in the general direction. Sylvester, that... 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 Creepy laugh, that's my job. What are you doing? <laughs> your, Why? Your help makes me puke. I'm sorry. My help is the only reason why you still have a leg to stand on. Really? I was helping you. And when you said no, I left. I didn't just undo it. It was real assistance I was giving you, because I just wanted the best for you, and only asked for you to let me in, to give it to you. Let's rewind the clock just a moment, shall we? And you are lying pro- you're lying, uh, supine, I believe, yeah. on a- on a soccer field and you look at your leg 
And it is the bloody mess that it was before Mr. Jack, while talking to you, started to knit a little bit of it back together. It is, uh, it's horrible. It's just a lot of exposed muscle and you can see bone. And that uh, there is my back isn't helping things. Not even a little bit. So you can you can definitely tell that something took a significant bite out of you and you are just in an ever-growing pool of blood and you can see your sister standing over you and yelling, just yelling, sad and distressed and angry and you're not entirely sure because you just know you've died. What? You are watching your sister in real time process the tragedy of watching her brother die in front of her. Uh... Huh? That, that's right, Sylvester. You would have died. You barely lived. You made it through on just the strength of your will alone. And that was only just enough. Because I helped you. But I misjudged you, didn't I? Well, people tend to do that. And not people. Apparently. Jack, what do you want? You are... I was having such a pleasant conversation with your friend here. No, we weren't. You know what? You don't have to do that. We both know that I was lying. You... How do you put up with this one, Desdemona Brown? Have you figured out How? that I like pissing you off and that makes me smile? You piss off everyone! I'm well. not gonna let you hurt him again. <laughs> you know what? That's the first honest thing you've said all fucking day. I am nothing but honest. I don't know about that one, Chief. You don't know anything about me. You're right. What don't. do you want? Aside from always want. Well, that I give for free. And you can tell the darkness has winked at you. I'm going to leave now, because clearly I thought that I had made uh, some sort of mistake. When this one eschewed my help all that time ago, I thought for sure that I had missed out on a fantastic opportunity. But now I'm so pleased to see you prove me wrong, Sylvester Coopersmith. I am so glad that I passed up on you. You stay away from him, Jack. You're my problem. Hey, Spooky, I got a question before you, Vamos. I don't have an answer for you, but ask anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. What's so fucking special about me, anyway? You 
are so bullheaded, self-centered, and desirous of furthering your own ambitions, or at least you were. Now you are complacent. You could have been so much more, and you wanted to be so much more, and you wouldn't stop until you were so much more, and you were in a position where all of that would have been taken away from you, and I didn't want that taken away from you. I get it. I get it now. Oh, it makes so much sense. It's perfect. You're an agent. What do you... You're mad because you weren't going to get your 10%. Oh, my God. Oh, it's it's all so clear now. Ah, is that what this is about? I didn't get the Nike shoe contract and you couldn't get your 10% out of that? You couldn't get your your Air Force Cooper Smiths? Is that was it? We can We can work on that. Desdemona Brown, I'm serious. Why do you put up with him? Because my arrogance is charming. And because I kick him. Look, Jack, have you come here to take me on another jaunt into the woods to look at a tree? If not, <laughs> you could probably just go. <laughs> Damn, Jess! A tree. Well, well I can see that I'm not wanted here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, he's gonna hurt roasted. the poor Eldritch Abomination's feelings! Did you... <laughs> oh no! What a tragedy that is! Oh, and it's... Oh, it's damn rotten embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> Perhaps... If neither of you want me here right now, so be it. Maybe I'll just go back and spend more time with your friend, Rola. Jack, Jack, I'll do whatever you want. And the lights are flashing back on in the hospital. Shit. people that should not do asmr um me albion (laughs) graves and donald trump
<laughs> and I would kindly oh, ask my that no one do an impression of Donald Trump doing no. ASMR. No, please no. I I will throw my headphones out the window. <laughs> You'll go to the blago. And no one, no one let me do it either. I no. I will throw my headphones through you. <laughs> oh, if you do. Now we all uh. know the consequences. All right. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.